close. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through His infinite mercy and kindness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with our mothers, Allah has blessed us with our fathers. There are many people present here perhaps who are seated here and they don't have their parents in this world anymore. But the duty of a chalom, not for as long as your parents live, it's for as long as you live. And for those who have their mothers and fathers present in this world, then do you realize how lucky you are? We can never overstress or we can never exaggerate when it comes to the aspect of what we owe our mothers and fathers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in so many places in the Quran says, we have enjoined man to be good to his parents. Allah is constantly reminding you about your mother. Allah is reminding you about your father. Allah is reminding you about the duties that you owe to them. The verse that I recited, many of us might be able to even translate the verse on our own. We, we've heard these talks over and over and over again. But today we're going to talk about critical issues that we're facing. Sometimes we need a wake-up call. Sometimes we need a reminder. Sometimes we don't even realize what situation we are in. We're just oblivious. We're not aware of really what's happening around us. So these reminders are there for a purpose and for a reason. We need to value what we have. We need to go back to the values that were present in our community. And we need to wake up before it's too late. Because how often it is when you lose your mother, when you lose your father, and you're seated in front of the janaza of your parent, then you're reflecting, then you're regretting. If only I did this, if only I did more, if only I could get another chance. But remember, when that door closes, it never ever opens again. There's a story of a famous scholar, in fact, some even attribute it to one of the companions of the Blessed Prophet wasallam, that his father passed away and he was crying uncontrollably at the grave of his father. So people present there tried to console him, tried to calm him down and said, listen, this is the decision of Allah. You know, you are a good son. You, you need to control yourself. What's making you so emotional? And the scholar said, I'm not crying at the decree and the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No, am I crying because I feel I could have done more. What causes me to be so emotional is that my door of dua has been closed. And that's never going to open again. That's why I'm crying. I can't come to terms with this fact that my door of dua is now shut for good because my parents are gone. Your door of dua. Today we're looking at our achievements, our success. I did this, I did that. What is your real success? Where has it come from? How have you attained it? Big, we become so strong and we become so powerful almost as if we feel we're invincible. But do you know how you reached there? Do you know how you got there? It's because of those endless du'as. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained that you worship none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And after Allah is talking to you about Tawheed and the most important and fundamental aspect of your existence, your belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah says, ihsana." Allah says, listen, you need to be good, you need to be kind to your parents. And Allah says, If you find one or both of your parents at a critical period in their life when they've become old, Allah says, Don't even mention the word uff to them. The scholars interpret this as the lightest form of disrespect. They say, had there been any lighter form of hesitation or disrespect considered towards parents, Allah would have highlighted that. So we're not talking about gross disrespect. We're talking about a slight hesitation with regards to a command issued by your parents. Allah says, don't even do that. And Allah says that speak to your parents.
kind and compassionate way. And then Allah says, Lower for them your wings of mercy. And so beautifully the scholars tell us, look at this example that Allah is giving. Allah says, spread for your parents your wings of mercy. Now those of us that have any exposure to the wildlife or to the animal kingdom, a bird generally would open her wings to cover her babies, to cover the small bird. The chickens would do the same thing. They'll open the wing to cover their offspring. But here Allah is not talking to parents. Allah is telling you as a child, expand your wings of mercy for your parents when they get old because now the tables are turning now they can't do for themselves what they did for you now is the time for you to spread your wings of mercy for them to look after them it's your duty it's your responsibility it's your jannah our mothers our fathers the love they show us from the time we're young you see, we're always focusing on today, but very often we forget about yesterday. Don't look at who you are today. Remember who you were yesterday, when you were helpless, when you could do nothing for yourself. Who fed you? Who clothed you? Who changed you? Who nurtured you? Who grew you up? It was your mother. It was your father. You could do nothing for yourself yesterday. And if you're forgetting about yesterday, then let me tell you there's a tomorrow coming as well. You're going to get old tomorrow. Who's to take care of you? And the sad reality is, the world that we're living in, the consideration for parents and the respect and honor for parents is diminishing day by day. Let's not beat about the bush, let's face reality. There's no time for them anymore. There's no love for them. There's no care for them. To get old is not easy. It's actually scary. And Allah reminds us in the Quran, Allah created you in a state of absolute weakness. You were helpless. When you saw it yourself, you could do nothing about it. You couldn't feed yourself. You could do nothing. And then Allah says, After a state of absolute helplessness and weakness, Allah says, then we let you grow up and be strong. And that's the time you think you're the one in charge. That's the time you're in control. You can achieve whatever you want. But then Allah says, don't get carried away by today. Tomorrow you're also going to be old. That strength is going to diminish. That 2020 vision is going to diminish. That impeccable yearning will diminish. That strength is going to get less. Today we effortlessly carry out and do whatever we, we wish to do. Tomorrow you're also going to find it difficult. Have you ever... Do we observe what's happening around us? Look at an old man. Look at an old lady. Today, you got all the strength. Tomorrow, it'll take you five minutes just to be seated on a chair. Tomorrow, it's going to take you ten minutes to walk a short distance. Because you're also going to get old. But if you take care of your parents today, Allah will make sure somebody's going to take care of you tomorrow. If you look after those doors of Jannah in this world, you're going to enter that Jannah tomorrow. The love, the care, the consideration. Give back something. Our parents love us so intensely you can never understand how much parents love their kids only when you are parents and the sad reality is when we are parents we're still forgetting about ours you got your kids but still you shirking your responsibility to your parent if they're still alive then you're becoming so consumed with your responsibilities what about those that are still there above you so sometimes we even define logic because often they say that you know a man will realize that his father is was right when he has a son that a son that thinks that he is wrong but even though you might face that situation today and your father is still there you're still not realizing where your jannah lies 
what you supposed to be doing. But it was not like that. Let's go back and reflect our grandparents, our great-grandparents, how much of consideration there was for elders not so long ago. How much of care, how much of love, how much of respect, how much of reverence was there in our community. Where is it today? Where is it today? You know, the topic of old age homes is sometimes a very intense, it's a very emotional topic. Some people don't want to hear about it. The sad reality is it's here. It's here for many purposes. But the sad reality is one of the purposes that it is present today is because nobody got time for them anymore. Nobody's prepared to look after them. We'll take care of 10 kids, but 10 kids can't take care of one mother. Leave 10 kids can't take care of one mother. Let's add on to that. 10 kids and 20 grandchildren or 30 grandchildren can't take care of the one lady that took care of everyone. That's the reality of the world that we live in. The one father took care of the entire family, sometimes even his extended family, and that whole extended family can't take care of the one father. That's the reality of the world that we live in. Why? Because everybody is too busy. Everybody is too preoccupied. We don't have time. But the reality is that there's no such thing as there's no time. There's plenty of time. Lack of priorities. We're forgetting what's important. We're forgetting what's precious. We're forgetting where we're supposed to be as an ummah. And when you look at the words of the Blessed Prophet wasallam, and again you look at the verses of the Quran, constantly you're being reminded, Oh man, be good to your parents. Oh ummah, don't forget their ihsan. Don't forget their kindness. A few days ago, some relatives visited my home and we all were sitting together as a family and my small nephew he's two years old he has a few medical complications may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove that from him but due to that medical condition there's many things that he can't eat so he's sitting right next to me on his granny's lap packet of chips is passed around so I take some chips I put it in my hand and I'm busy eating and everybody is eating and as I'm eating these chips I'm watching this child two years old his eyes are just following me I take the one chip I put it in my mouth and he's looking at me that's how kids are He's feeling for it. Then I realize, hey, this child can't eat this. So I take whatever's left in my hand, I pass it to the person next to me. I say, hey, you know, I can't eat this child. I can see he's feeling for it and he can't eat it. It's fine. I'll pass. I'll pass it by. His mother and I said, how do you manage? Because I'm looking at the small child looking at me eating and I can't eat. How do you manage as a mother? She said something that really struck my heart with that love. She said, it's very simple. I just don't eat what he can't eat. That's a mother. I won't eat what he can't eat. Have you ever had a child say something like that? You know, I can't eat. I won't eat what my father won't eat. Think back, think back how fortunate we are. How much of love parents have for their kids. Why is that love not given back? Why is it not given back? Why is it that we become so impatient? The reality is when you get old, it's not easy. Sometimes parents are difficult. But how easy are children? How easy are kids? We give our parents so much of appeal. When we're growing up, we throw in tantrums. They constantly have to be patient with us. Why we can't be patient with them? What's more difficult? To bring up a child or to look after an old person? And especially in today's generation of hyperactive kids, those that have kids know exactly what I'm talking about. They can literally make you want to pull your hair out. You want to scream. We have to be taught now we need to go for parenting workshops, how to control yourself with your children. But we do it because it's our kids. But what about your parents? Why so much of impatience? Why no consideration? Why don't we value them as they ought to be valued? Right now we sit in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How many sons are sitting next to their father? Why are you not sitting next to your father? That's your father. That's your Jannah. When you go somewhere, are you next to your mother? That's your Jannah. That's your mother. Whenever I'm asked, asked to speak or to address children, 
in madrasas, in schools. You know, it's the first question I ask those kids. Tell me, do you kiss your mother and father? Sometimes the answer is yes. And sometimes the answer is no. When was the last time you kissed the forehead of your mother? When was the last time you kissed her? What you feeling shy for? That's your Jannah. A man was walking near the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and there was an elderly gentleman walking next. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, tell me, who's that next to you? And the man replied and he said, it's my father. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, is that your dad? He said, yes. He said, listen, don't ever address your father by his name. Don't ever take a seat before your father. Don't of your father. Let him be in front. Do we do that? Do you hold the hand of your parent when they walk in? Allah has blessed you. This is your honor. That is your honor. What we achieve in this world materially, that's just by the way. Your Jannah is earned through the service that you give to your parents, through the respect and honor that you give to your parents. And if we shirking in that duty and that responsibility, you can't be buying your Jannah with the wealth of this world. And this example came to my mind the other day as I was thinking about this topic, that if you own a Ferrari, but you don't have a license, to drive what's the use you don't have the license to drive but you own the best of vehicles so you can be earning jannah through many ways your salah earns you jannah your pleasure to allah earns you jannah your sadaqah earns you jannah there's many ways to earn paradise but there's a door to paradise and there is paradise the door to paradise is your father and jannah lies beneath the feet of your mother and while we're talking about that there's another very important critical issue that we also need to highlight and address if a mother and father have issues and have problems, stop using the children as leverage and aim. Don't do that. We're just speaking about endless love that parents have for their children. Every parent will sacrifice their dunya, their life for their children. Why are you jeopardizing the year after of your child because of your politics, because of y'all's problem? because of y'all's disagreement. So mother and father have an issue, so the mother turns the children against the father, father is turning the children against the mother. How can you do that? How can you jeopardize the Jannah of your child that you will sacrifice your life for at the blink of an eye in this world? But you're ready to jeopardize their year after just because of your issues and your problems? The children must take sides. No, as a child, you also need to be more wiser. You, they have their problems, let them sort it out. You have a duty towards your mother, you have a duty towards your father. That's Allah's decision. It's not your job to be the judge, jury and executioner in that problem. Stay out of it. Do what you need to do for both. Because again, if Jannah lies beneath the feet of your mother and your father is the door to Jannah, so this building has an entrance door. If I own the building, but I don't have the key to the door, what's the use? And if I have the door and I'm barred entry into the premises, what's the use? I need both. I need both. So don't get involved in what you don't need to get involved in. Be fair, be just, love both, respect both, and do what is your duty as a child. You're not going to be questioned about their issues. And again, how far do we take our issues? How far? Everything stops when people die. Everything stops when you leave this world. The world with nothing. We fight for everything. And what we go with? Absolutely nothing. It's all left behind. And how everything changes when people pass away. The other day, this thought crossed my mind. You know, only bad people are living in the whole world. Everyone that's living is bad. The moment they pass away, hey, mashallah, what a man that was. You know what a sister that was. Only, only the good people go. Everyone else living is jealous of us. We fight in wood. We have politics. We have issues. Everyone living is bad. But when they leave this world, very good people. No, everyone living is good. Everyone living is good. I need to be good. Everybody is better than me. Focus on your year after. 
focus on pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and take care of your doors of Jannah if they're still with you. And if those one door is closed and you still have one door open, make sure you make the best of it. Life is too short. Life is too short. You can't live with regret. You can't think about what I supposed to do, what I could have done. Do it now. Do it today. Be with your parents. Spend quality time with them. As I said, getting old is not easy. But one day you're also going to get old. And what do they want? What do they want? Parents are only giving. They give in from the time we came into this world. They give till their last breath. The only thing they give is love. The only thing they give is dua. Think about it. Every person that's present here, if you've got old parents living in this world, what is the only thing they do? Just giving of themselves. Constantly giving. Dua, love, support. Your pain is double for them. Your difficulty impossible for them to bear. Yours, only, only worried about everyone else. Are we worried about them? All they want is some quality time. All they want is some consideration. Spend some time with them. You got no time. Spend time with them. Just sit with them. Praise them. Thank them. Have you thanked your mother? Have you thanked your father? They're not waiting for their thanks. But have you done it? Do you attribute everything good in you to your parents? Or we attribute all the negatives. I'm short-tempered like my father. I'm the, this weakness I got is because of my parents. No, all the good you got is because of them. All the nurturing you got is because of them. All the talents, talents that you have is because of them. Let's appreciate these favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rida rabbi fi rida walid The pleasure of Allah lies in the pleasure of your parents. The pleasure of your father. Your father is happy, guaranteed Allah is happy. Your father is displeased with you, Allah is not happy with you. The whole world can be happy with you. Allah is not happy with you. And don't wait till it's too late. There's a story that I came across. A person's mother passed away, living in an old age home, and the mother passed away. And then she has a letter that's delivered to the after the funeral takes place. And the son opens up the letter and he starts to read. And then the mother says, my beloved son, there's probably tears running through your eyes as you read this letter. And I wish I could be there to wipe away those tears. But I'm asking you, my son, where were you when I was crying? You never saw my tears. And then the mother goes further and she writes and she says that, oh, my son, you took so much of care in making sure that my coffin was placed in the best possible manner. Where were they when I struggled to put my clothes on? Did you even see what I was wearing before I passed away? And then she says, my son, you were so worried about making sure everyone gets fed on the day of my funeral. No one must go away hungry. My son, where were you every day? When it was time for me to eat. Where were you? How much of care you took in feeding me every day? To wake up before it's too late. And when it's too late, it's too late. Right at the beginning, I mentioned the incident of the person that was crying uncontrollably at the grave of his father. And people were trying to console him. What did he say? I'm not crying because of Allah's decision. I'm crying because the door of dua has been shut for good. We need to realize what we owe to our parents. If they are alive, cherish every moment with them. Every moment. What they didn't do for us. They sacrifice everything for us. So this woman writes that you're feeding everyone today. Why don't you feed me? You're so emotional today. But when I was living, where were you? Where were you? Even if they're not in the same town as us. What's stopping you? We phone the whole world. Can't phone our parents. We're spending time with the whole world. We can't spend time with our parents. We're traveling the whole world. We can't travel with our parents. No, it's hard for them. Even if it's hard for them, that's your Jannah. A little bit of difficulty, you'll take that soul and you're getting the reward for that. A man carried his mother on his back and went for Hajj and he asked the Prophet ﷺ, have I fulfilled the right of my mother? The Prophet ﷺ said, no, you haven't even scratched the surface in fulfilling the right of your mother. But today, everybody wants to pass the responsibility to someone else. What I said earlier, one mother will bring up 10 children 
10 children can't look after one mother. Everyone is passing away. Mana is not my responsibility. Am I the only child? Brother, it's your Jannah. You want it or you don't want it? That's the question you need to ask yourself. If I got a deal for 10 million rand where I'm going to make the profit, do I say, no, no, no. Why must I get everything? Let me give it to my brother or my sister. Hey, mashallah, if you're doing that, that's brilliant. But do we really? When it comes to the benefit of the world, it must be all for me. When it comes to my responsibility to my parents, no, we need to share the responsibility. Why only I must do? Why only I must fit the bill? Really, you're fitting the bill. The Prophet said, you and your wealth belong to your parents. It's not yours, it's theirs. You got it because of their barakah. You got it because of their blessing. Today, I must fit the bill, Mawlana. Only I, oh, that's your Jannah. You grab that opportunity. Don't let it go. We must fight for it being my duty, not passing it over to someone else. And how sad it is when we go in with our family, mashallah, my wife, my children, we'll go throughout the whole world. But 5,000 rand or 10,000 rand are in, I need to contribute for my parents' well-being. No, no, everybody needs to contribute. No, you don't go for contributions when it comes to your own pleasures. Realize how precious they are. That money that you're spending on them is your duty. Allah will give you a million times more barakah. Value if you have to spend on your parents. Value them when they live. That door is never going to open again. Allah says, spread your wings of mercy for your parents. And make this dua every day. Oh Allah, shower my parents with your mercy as they did when I was young. How often do we remember our parents in dua? It should be after every salah. It should be at any given moment that when you lay your eyes on your mother and father, read this dua. Oh Allah, shower them with your mercy. That's all I can ask. Oh Allah, they need your mercy. They did so much for me. You are forever indebted to them. They're not perfect. And you are not perfect. You have faults, they have faults. But don't remember, don't forget how priceless and how precious they are. You owe them a lifelong duty. And if your parents are not in this world, every day you need to be making dua for them. Give charity on their behalf. The duty doesn't stop. The duty doesn't stop for a child. My daddy, I she passed away before I was even born. But for me, she's as alive as ever because my father can't stop. That's how much he loved her. So for me, it's as if I knew her my whole life, but I never even saw her. So even though your parents have left this world, you still have a duty to cherish their memory, to make dua for them every single day. And if you do it today, your children will do it for you tomorrow. But the sad part is we did this. Our elders did it for their parents. Our children are not doing it. Something is going wrong somewhere along the line. Somewhere our priorities got mixed up. Somewhere we're losing the plot. But it's never too late to wake up. It's never too late to go back to the pristine, beautiful teachings and the sunnah of the Prophet But success lies if we have secured their happiness. And if we have not secured their happiness, then we have failed. And we have failed miserably. So if Allah has blessed us with our parents, let us appreciate them. Let us respect them. Make tawbah, seek Allah's forgiveness. If you feel that you have not done your duty as a child, but if they living, cherish every single moment. As one person said, that treat them with the best of love and care. You will only realize their value when you see their empty chair. And you don't want to realize it at that moment because then it's too late. But when you lose your parent, you know what you lost. If you've got your parents, you have no idea how much of good you have. You have no idea how lucky you are to have them shelter you, to have their support, just their presence, so full of barakah. Just their presence is so valuable for you.
It's a void that can never be filled in your life when they're no longer here. A son went out with his old father, took him to a fancy restaurant, you know, they talk about fine dining. This man was very old, Parkinson's, all the complications you can think of. So the son takes his father out to fine dining, he's sitting right in the middle of the restaurant. They order the food and it comes and it's placed on the table and the father picks up the glass and he spills the drink all over his clothes. He's eating food, all his clothes are getting messed. And the son, with so much of love, so much of respect, he goes and he's wiping the father's face. He's tidying up his father. And then he starts to feed his father. And this pun drops silence. Everybody stops eating. Everybody's looking at what's happening. But from the, on, uh, from the onset, it looks as if everybody is like, like shocked and like disgusted. Like, what is happening here? I mean, you know, this is a fancy place. It's an upmarket restaurant. It's fine dining. People are making a spectacle of themselves in the middle of this restaurant. That's what it, it seems like to the onlooker. Everybody is focusing. Sometimes we also get a bad habit when we go out, we worry about what's happening on the next door table. So everybody is looking at this. Then the son realizes he's gone a bit uncomfortable. So he quickly finishes the meal, he goes to the bathroom, he washes his father up, he settles the bill, and he's about to leave the restaurant. And an old man comes up to him and he says, Oh my young boy, oh young man, I think you've left something behind. So this, person, this man gets a bit surprised. He says, no, I got everything with me. He goes back to check on the table. Maybe he left his phone or his wallet. He says, no, I have not left anything behind. So the old man said, yes, you have left. You le you've left something very important behind. So he says, what is it that I left? He said, you left a lesson for every young man and you've given hope to every aged father. That's what you've done. You've given a, a lesson to every young person and you've given hope to every old man. Getting old is not easy. Don't make it more challenging by not giving due consideration to our parents when they get old. Cherish them, look after them, secure their du'as. You will secure your jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us the best that we can be to our parents. If our parents are alive, kiss them, love them, respect them. If they've passed on, your duty doesn't stop. Keep making du'a for them. Cherish their memory. And remember, you are what you are today because of them and not because of your achievements.